0: Welcome to Dead Pilot Society, the show that takes comedy pilots from A-list writers that were sold and developed at networks and streamers but never produced, and gives them the table reads they never got a chance to have. I'm Andrew Reich, the creator and host of Dead Pilot Society. Our Dead Pilot this month is You're Only Young Twice by stand-up comedian Tommy Jonigan. In addition to his successful stand-up career, Tommy is the creator of the Roku original show The Holiday Shift. And he has written on Man With a Plan, Call Your Mother, That 90s Show, among others. You're Only Young Twice is a multi-camera show that was sold to CBS about a couple who become empty nesters at a very young age and are deciding what the rest of their life is going to look like. I don't think people realize how hard it is to write these network multicams and have them have some amount of edge and have jokes land and have them be good. You can't swear. You're very limited in your subject matter. It's a real skill, and it gets looked down on in this town too often. This is a good multicam, and it's a lot of fun. We recorded it live at the Elysian Theater. We're hoping to get back there more often, and you should come out when we do, because it's great, and these live shows are always great. Our cast for this one was from Baby Daddy and Carol's second act, Jean-Luc Bilodeau. From the new version of House Party, Shakira Janai Pei. From Transparent, Emily Robinson. From Yo Gabba Gabba, Taylor Garen. From Unstable, Aaron Branch, and you may know him from his comedy, Fahin Anwar. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. Let's get to it, all right? Enjoy You're Only Young Twice after a brief message.
1: Have you ever wanted to know the sad lore behind Chuck E. Cheese's love of birthday parties? Or
0: my Saturday mornings were reserved for cartoons?
1: Or have you wanted to know how beloved virtual pet site Neopets fell into the hands of Scientologists? Or
0: how a former Mattel employee managed to grow Sega into a video game powerhouse?
1: Join us, hosts Austin and Brenda, and learn all of these things and more at Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries,
2: now on Maximum Fun.
0: All right. I'm going to bring up the writer of our next pilot, Tommy Jonigan. Where are you, Tommy? Hey, thank you. All right. So, Tommy, you know, I should say we're going we're gonna to shift gears here from that very R-rated streaming show to a show that you sold as a network multi-camera sitcom. Yeah, yeah. It
3: was uh, R-rated with a lot of nudity, which may seem... The reason why they didn't pick it up. (laughs) No, it's just just a classic CBS multicam. Uh, The idea came from... um, I had a young daughter. I was about 30. And uh, I went home, and my friend, who had gotten pregnant when they were 17, was an empty nester and had a boat and a much more fun, sleepful night. So uh, I was like, how about uh, 35-year-old empty nesters as a pilot? So... That's what we did. this. I, I can't believe I'm bombing with just straight information. <laughs> I've never felt. I'm like, did I. This, so, uh, yeah. Um, All right, we're not going to put you on the spot. The script, we're going to read the script. I've known about this for months. So it's not even. A, don't take an ounce of blame for what just happened to the people in this room. I think I just jumped over two chairs and it's the most exercise I've done in six months. So I was unprepared. Um, I thought she was going to open her book back up. But uh, I used to do stand-up. But anyway, let's get this thing on the road here.
0: Okay, this is Your Only Young Twice, written by Tommy Jonigan. the cold open. We're in a college dorm hallway. A young family carrying luggage walk through the hallway, populated by students and parents dropping off their kids. Alex, 35, quick-witted, funny, says everything with a smile, never serious, even when he should be. Emily, his wife, 35, type A, a ball of energy, total optimist, and their daughter Taylor, 18, cool but nerdy, book smart but not life smart. Alex looks at a receipt.
4: Event parking? 60 bucks, and they're still not responsible for lost or stolen items. <laughs> and also, who would expect them to be responsible for lost items? I can't find my pickleball shoes. Where's my money?
0: <laughs> Emily snaps a picture of Taylor.
2: Alex, focus up. We're dropping our baby off at college.
0: <laughs> Emily covers Taylor with kisses. Alex gives Taylor a big hug, and Emily snaps another picture.
4: Room 225, welcome to your new home. Taylor
0: nervously looks around.
1: I don't think I can do this.
0: (laughs) The door opens and they're met by Carol, 56, and Ron, 58, who are on their way out. Taylor, still in shock, enters the dorm. Carol calls into the dorm room.
2: Mandy, the RAs are here. Actually, we're not RAs. I'm Emily. This is Alex. And that's our daughter, Taylor.
5: Holy hell,
4: you two are young. Knocked her up at prom. Yeah, she wanted her first time to be memorable. Can't get much more memorable than that, right? (laughs) (laughs) Our first time was in a
3: platoon boat.
4: (laughs) Carol elbows Ron.
0: (laughs) And we reset to the dorm room. Alex and Emily enter as Taylor watches Mandy stuff a handful of condoms into a drawer.
2: You better be cool.
1: Oh, I'm cool.
2: (laughs) You like ecstasy?
1: Well, it was great meeting you. I will never forget our time together.
4: (laughs) Taylor crosses to Alex and Emily.
1: She has a condom drawer, and she offered me ecstasy. I'll just go to community college.
4: If this were a community college, she wouldn't have condoms, and she'd be offering you meth.
2: Fine, I want to be home-colleged. So you got a bad roommate. Don't worry, I'm sure she'll drop out soon. Can I just stay home? All freshmen stay in the dorms, you know that. (laughs) Okay, we said uh, we'd do this like a band-aid, so we're gonna go. Call us if you need anything.
4: And don't eat or drink anything that girl gives you. They share a sweet
0: family hug. Taylor and Emily hold back tears. Alex can't. Okay, we we, we should leave. I'm about to go full pets reunited with their owners cry. (laughs) Emily hugs Taylor tight and too long. Alex and Emily exit, and we reset to the dorm hallway outside. Alex and Emily stand silently in front of Taylor's door as everything sets in. Emily wipes away a couple of tears.
2: That's it. She's gone.
4: I didn't want to cry in front of the girl with the condoms. Uh, She seems cool.
2: Uh, I can't believe we have a daughter in college.
4: It seems like just yesterday you couldn't believe I got you pregnant in a Mazda Miata.
2: (laughs) It's such a tiny car.
0: I could use a drink. A college student walks by carrying a six-pack of beer. Alex snatches the beer from the kid.
4: You can't have booze up here! damn old RAs are the worst.
2: You're lucky we don't write you up.
0: Emily snatches his pack of peanut M&Ms. You trying to kill someone? There's a nut allergy up here. The kid crosses off. They each open a beer.
2: Uh, Well, we're officially 35 years, year-old empty nesters. What do we do now?
4: Let's get drunk and sign those divorce papers.
2: Mm.
0: And they cheers. We fade out. It's the end of the cold open. We're in the kitchen living room of their apartment. Alex and Emily enter. The apartment's upscale and well decorated. The kitchen is open to the living room.
2: Taylor was a little more nervous than I expected.
4: She went to school in our kitchen for 10 years. How do you think she would react?
2: (sighs) I'm supposed to trust the Chicago public school system. And you know the kind of sex and drugs that goes on in private.
4: I'm sure she'll be fine after a
0: couple of days. Farhan, 35, charming, owns every room he's in, impeccably dressed, enters.
2: Arhan. Arhan.
6: So, how was the drop-off?
2: Oh, the hardest thing I've ever done.
6: Her school's ten
4: minutes away. She could probably hear you crying the whole way home.
6: <laughs> well, more importantly, what an exciting time for you guys, huh? You're only 35 and you get to start fresh. What are you gonna do? Travel? Day drink? Start a fight club?
2: <laughs> We're getting divorced.
6: <laughs> Very funny. Oh my god, you're serious. What
4: happened? Did she cheat on you? No. And I didn't cheat on her either. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Why is that obvious? Remember last summer when I almost had abs? I was getting some long looks.
6: <laughs> well, I tell everyone, I, I everyone you're the happiest couple I know.
2: We're happy. Just not stay married happy. We got married because I got pregnant and we decided years ago that we were going to do this after Taylor went to college.
6: Well, Who gets custody of me? Me.
2: No. <sighs> Emily. No. We'll all still be friends. Alex and I are literally best friends. And I can tell you, when people say they're married to their best friend, it means they've stopped having sex.
4: And we've only ever had sex with each other, so if something happens to her, no one on earth will have had sex with me. (laughs) Well, I, I don't think you should do it.
6: You're the ultimate bachelor. I can't believe you're against this. You don't want my life... I fly to exotic places just to spend a few hours with some model whose name I can barely remember because I'm lonely. I have sex every night of the week, but I've never made love. Which
4: side of this are you on again? (laughs) What did Taylor say? Haven't told her.
2: We will at the exact right moment. I've read a lot of books on this, and you have to be delicate.
4: I think she's going to be sad no matter how we tell her.
2: But if we tell her in the perfect way, at the perfect time, it will be easier for her.
4: It doesn't matter if you're wearing a tuxedo or a clown costume. When you shoot somebody, it still hurts.
2: That doesn't make any sense. We're doing this my way. If you need me, I'll be in my bedroom.
0: Emily crosses to the bedroom. Alex holds up some papers.
4: Until these divorce papers are signed, it's our bedroom.
6: <laughs> I've lost all faith and love in the human spirit.
0: Oh, damn, I've got a three, so I gotta get two. <laughs> Farhan exits, leaving Alex alone, and we cut to the bedroom later. Emily gets ready for bed. Alex enters.
4: I don't know about you, but all this talk about divorce is making me kind of horny.
2: Do you think think Farhan is right?
4: No, I think it'd be amazing to have sex with a bunch of models.
2: I mean about us getting divorced. After talking about it all these years, it's just hard to believe we're actually doing it.
4: I know, but it's like we said, now that Taylor's in college, we should focus on ourselves as individuals. I have no idea who I am. God, I hope I'm cool. Oh,
2: I'm gonna be so cool. I wanna do all of the things I missed in my 20s.
4: I wanna do nothing. Maybe watch The Wire again?
2: I want to have fancy dinners. I want to go to places that require me to dress up. I want to dress up and go to places that don't require it so I look better than everyone. I want to see a musical. I want to see an opera. I want to see Oprah, Oprah. I want to go to the Bears game. I want to be a regular at all of the museums. I want to be a regular at a dive bar. I want to start a sentence with, did you see that documentary?
4: You just described my nightmare.
2: See, we grew apart and we want different things. Yeah,
4: yeah, we're very practical people and this is a very practical divorce. It's gonna be great.
2: Before you get too excited, I need a favor. I have to go to a gallery opening this weekend and a lot of work people will be there, so I need you to come with me.
4: I thought I was done with those things.
2: No one knows we're splitting up, so you have to come. It's the new Kenneth Hughes exhibit. Who? My favorite artist. The reason I went to night school and got an art degree Ugh. the guy who did the boob painting. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, that that Kenneth Hughes. All right, okay, fine, I'll go. But this is the last one. We have to start telling people.
2: We're telling, we're telling Taylor, Taylor first. We'll do it tomorrow over sushi. It's her favorite. Okay,
4: but if we tell her before we order, she may lose her appetite and save us 100 bucks. <laughs> I was just joking.
0: Emily reaches into the drawer and pulls out a retainer. She blows on it to clean
4: it and puts it in her mouth. Ah, the retainer. The universal sign for no sex. (laughs) Ha
2: ha ha. Will you turn off the light on your way out? Why do I have to sleep in Taylor's room again? Because you were eating a sandwich when I gave birth to her, and I said I would make you pay for it.
4: (laughs) The ace up the sleeve.
0: Alex grabs a pillow and exits. And we cut to the sushi restaurant the next night. Alex and Emily sit at a table. Taylor enters, and they all hug.
2: Hey, sweetheart.
1: How's college life so far? Best years of my life.
4: My dad instincts are telling me you don't actually mean that.
1: I just don't like it.
2: Honey, all the books I've read say the first week is the hardest.
1: I don't think I'm cut out for this. Mandy locked me out last night.
2: Well, why would she do that?
1: So she could have sex with her roommate, or her her boyfriend, (laughs) not me. (laughs) I sat in the hallway for two hours.
4: Two hours? What is it, triathlete or something?
1: (laughs) Then I started crying, and the girl next door made fun of
2: me. I'm fine.
4: Good, 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 good. Well, your mom and I have something to tell you.
0: Emily slams her hand on the table.
2: We have to tell you to go put more money in the parking meter.
0: Emily hugs Taylor tight. Taylor is confused and crosses off.
2: Are you crazy? We can't tell her when she's in a mood like this. It could cause her to spiral. No, I
4: thought we'd just band-aid this thing like drop-off.
2: Band-aid isn't going to work for this.
4: Okay, fine. We'll wait. Two hours? Even at his age, that's impressive.
0: And we cut to their apartment the next morning. Alex leans on the counter as Jack, 50, the building handyman, a man's man, finishes sanding the top of a door. We enter mid-conversation.
5: I love working with wood. It's in my jeans. Did I ever tell you my old man owned a lumber yard? He only hugged me once, but I'll never forget how he smelled.
4: Like fresh sawdust? Whiskey.
5: He was a bit of a drinker.
4: Lumber can do that to a man.
5: Yes, it can. Finally fixing the door so you can sell the place, huh?
4: How do you know we're selling it?
5: Well, since you're leaving, I, I guess it won't hurt to tell you. My place is right below yours, and for the last 10 years, I've been able to hear everything through that.
0: He points to a vent in the floor.
5: Don't tell the new owners. Since succession ended, that vent is my only source of entertainment.
4: Your secret's safe with me, Jack.
5: And all your secrets are safe with me. I think you're doing the right thing getting divorced.
4: I'm glad to know you're on board. We were wondering what you thought.
5: You need to be your own man. See, most people wait too long to get divorced, they waste their prime. But not you. Now you need your own place so you can hook up with 24-year-olds like I do. How are you always with women half your age? Pheromones. It's all about pheromones. And daddy issues. Don't worry, they'll like you too. You have to make up for lost time. You should have slept with 64 women by now. 64? I don't even know 64 women. Didn't say you had to know them. You got a lot to learn
0: we cut through the apartment later. Alex and Emily finish a tour of the condo with a real estate agent, Lauren.
2: Such a great place. What made you decide to sell it?
6: We're getting divorced.
2: Alex? Oh, I'm um, sorry to hear that. I'm sure you'll land on your feet.
4: Why would you just say that to me? <laughs> Lauren crosses to the door.
2: Good luck with the divorce, and I don't expect to have any problem selling this place.
4: Farhan
0: enters.
2: Selling? Oh, Lauren, this is Farhan. He owns the building, and, uh...
6: Homewrecker, get out! (laughs) Lauren exits, confused. You can't sell. I need you.
2: I'm gonna go buy Taylor's and check on her. You wanna come? Talk about your feelings?
6: That sounds nice, actually.
2: If she's in better spirits, we'll tell her tonight. But we have to be very delicate and do it as a family.
4: When my parents got divorced, they just said, pick who you wanna live with, like a broken home version of The Bachelor.
0: (laughs) And we cut to later, Alex sits at the kitchen counter. There's a doorbell. Jack enters with two hot 20-somethings, Callie and Jenny.
5: Two of them, two of us. Get out of my house. (laughs) Ask me how old they are. 24. Jack
0: crosses to the refrigerator and gets everyone a beer.
5: You're single. Well, almost. Let us stay for a beer, and if you're not having fun, you can kick us out.
4: Okay, one beer.
5: Ask me how many women he slept with.
0: One. The, the girls giggle and cross to the couch. In Taylor's dorm room a little later, Emily and Farhan enter carrying grocery bags.
2: Ah, we come bearing gifts of Red Bull and Top Ramen.
0: The room is empty.
2: She must be in class.
0: Farhan notices a picture of Mandy in a bikini on the dresser. Oh my God.
6: Is this a roommate?
0: Emily stands in the center of the room, taking it in.
2: I wouldn't trade Taylor for anything, but man, I wish I could have gone away to college. Lived off ramen noodles, beer, weed.
6: I did all that, and now I wish I fell in love and had babies. Sure, I've banged a lot of moms, but it's just not the same as having your own kid.
2: (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. I miss out on so much life. Maybe I'm having a midlife crisis, but I wanna do everything I missed out on in my 20s. Yeah,
6: my 20s are mainly regrets.
2: I wanna regret things.
0: Farhan spots a baggie of pills on Mandy's desk.
6: Uh Uh-oh, here's something you could regret.
0: I think it's ecstasy. Emily snatches the
6: baggie from Farhan.
2: I'm taking these. (laughs) That's
6: what I'm talking about.
2: (laughs) I mean, I'm flushing them down the toilet. I don't want drugs in Taylor's room.
6: I don't either. I want them
2: in me.
0: (laughs) Emily puts them in her purse. Off Farhan's sad look, we cut back to the apartment. Alex and Callie sit together on the couch. Jack and Jenny are next to them. Alex looks uncomfortable, but Callie is very into him. We come
4: in mid-conversation.
2: You must make, like, a lot of money. So, like, what do you do?
4: Uh, well, I own a gastropub, and my wife is a buyer for a museum group.
5: Uh, Soon-to-be ex-wife. Aw, divorce must be so hard.
0: Jenny
4: laughs and starts making out with Jack. It's actually not that bad. You know, we, we, uh, we planned it all out, but we wanted to wait until our daughter was in college. It's, it's very amicable.
2: That's so sexy.
6: <laughs> divorce?
2: that you stayed together for your daughter. My dad left our family when I was three.
0: Jack takes a break from his makeout session to give Alex an I-told-you-so look. He mouths, daddy issues, and gives a thumbs up.
4: I'm sorry to hear that.
0: Callie pounces on Alex's lap, kissing him all over his face. Just then the door opens and Taylor enters. Dad? Alex tries to get up, but the girl is still on top of him and she isn't cooperating. Alex is covered in lipstick.
2: Hey there, we were just talking about you.
0: Taylor stares at Alex, who is wiping lipstick off of his face.
2: You're cheating on Mom? I,
4: I, I can explain everything. But I can't until the right moment, and we have to do it as a family. <laughs> Farhan and Emily enter. They're in shock.
2: What the?
1: Dad's cheating on you.
5: Come on, nobody likes a snitch. Are they? <laughs> Are they hookers? No! Right?
4: No. What's a hooker? Please, no. Look, no, I'm not, I'm not cheating.
2: <laughs> yeah, Hun, it's okay. They're getting a divorce.
0: The room falls silent and everyone looks to Alex. They're
2: getting a
6: divorce?
0: Emily can't believe what just happened.
6: Do you want me to talk to her? Everyone out!
5: <laughs> I'm taking a sick day tomorrow, Farhan. I, I think the vent is gonna keep me up late. <laughs>
0: Jack, Farhan, Callie, and Jenny exit. And that's the end of Act One. The following are real reenactments of pretend emergency calls. 911.
6: My husband! It's my husband! Calm down, please. What about your husband? He, he loads the dishwasher wrong. Please help! Please help me!
3: Where are you now, ma'am?
2: At the kitchen table I was with. My dad, he mispronounces words
5: intentionally. There are plenty of podcasts on the
4: hunt for justice, but only one podcast has the courage to take on the silly crimes. Judge John Hodgman, the only true crime podcast that won't leave you feeling sad and bad and scared for once. Only on MaximumFun.org.
0: Act two, we're in the apartment moments later.
2: Sweetie, you weren't
1: supposed to find out like this. Oh, I wasn't supposed to find out my parents are getting divorced from a hooker? I,
0: I,
4: I, you know, I, I really don't think they're hookers. I... <laughs> Emily shoots Alex a look.
1: Is it because of me?
4: No. I mean, sure, we got married because of you, so technically that's not. But that's not what I... No. I, what I mean is, this has nothing to do with you. Taylor, we lost our romantic spark a long time ago. Our relationship has run its course. It's not your fault.
2: And now that you're off to school and we're still young enough to start fresh, the... Plan? is plan. I mean, how long have you had this planned? For a long time. We just thought it would be better for you if we stayed together.
4: Sweetie, we were your age when we got married. Can you imagine making a decision that would last the rest of your life today?
1: Yes. And that's why I'm going to drop out of school. I hate it there. I mean, if you guys can quit, then so can I.
0: Taylor exits, slamming the front door. Well, she really got us there.
4: Maybe she should be a lawyer.
0: (laughs) Emily stares daggers at Alex and crosses to the kitchen.
2: Do you think the whores will mind if I have one of their beers?
0: She gets a beer, cracks it open, and takes a long drink.
4: Well, what does the book say to do now?
2: If I had a book, I would throw it at you. Your defense mechanisms of of not taking anything seriously is, is one of the things I'm not going to miss when you're gone. I'm so disappointed in you. We haven't even mailed in the divorce papers, and you're on my couch with some bimbo?
4: It's Jack's fault! I didn't want to be on our couch with some bimbo. I wanted to be on our couch
2: alone. It's my couch. I told you we had to tell her together delicately. Now she's going to drop out and move back in. She may have ruined her life. She would have
4: been upset no matter how we told her. These stupid books have gotten in your head.
2: That's what books do. It's called learning. (laughs) You know, I don't want to argue anymore. We have to get ready for the gallery opening.
0: Emily crosses to the bedroom and slams the door. Music blares.
4: We're fighting and I still have to go to your work stuff. Divorce feels an awful lot like marriage right now.
0: (laughs) And we cut to the art gallery that night. Alex and Emily walk in dressed to the nines.
2: Listen, I've been trying for months to get Kenneth Hughes to be an artist in the residence at the museum. I need to close this deal tonight. Your only job is to pretend we're not getting divorced around my coworkers.
4: Well, with that
0: attitude, people are going to hope we're getting divorced. Emily spots Kenneth Hughes across the room.
2: Oh, there he is.
0: Great. Let's get this done. Alex begins to cross toward him.
2: Uh, you don't just stroll up to Kenneth Hughes. He comes to you.
4: Well, well
2: what? Well, well, not you.
4: <laughs> well, what if he comes to me by accident?
2: Just remember he's very deep. If you think he said something funny, don't laugh. He's not joking. He's an artist.
4: Got it. Avoid him. Okay.
2: Good plan, I'm going to go talk to some people and work my way over to him.
0: Alex scans the room but doesn't spot Emily. He crosses to a very artsy
4: painting of boobs. This guy's a genius.
0: (laughs) We cut to later, Alex stands at the bar.
4: Um, I'm sorry sir, we only have craft beers. You mean like kids make them?
5: (laughs) 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 These things are so pretentious.
0: Alex studies the beer list, not turning around. I know, there's fruit in the beer, my suit's
4: uncomfortable, and the art
0: is... He looks up to see he's speaking to Kenneth, 40, in a tux. Deep.
4: (laughs) I know that because I understand it.
0: (laughs) Well, great, maybe
5: you can explain it to me. Two from my private stash.
0: The bartender hands Kenneth two bottles of Miller High Life. Alex is very pleased. Later, Alex and Kenneth sit on a couch with several empty beer bottles in front of them. They laugh, having a great time. (laughs) Dude,
4: I gotta tell you, I expected you to be a dick, but I'm having a hell of a time. Uh, I'm
0: glad to hear it.
5: I'm having a good time, too.
4: Yeah, it's nice to finally be around someone who appreciates my company. Mm.
0: Alex spots Emily. Across the room, Emily sees Alex talking to Kenneth and rushes to join them. She motions for Alex to stay put. As she's crossing over, she bumps into someone, spilling red wine on herself. She spots a lady's room and heads for it. Damn it. We angle on Alex and Kenneth. Kenneth downs a beer in one gulp.
4: (laughs) That's more impressive than any of your paintings. (laughs) Man, I want to hang out with you all night.
0: Alex pats Kenneth
4: on the back. I'm going to go grab more beer. (laughs) We keep drinking like this, I may let you paint me. They laugh. (laughs) Kenneth
0: Kenneth gently and very unexpectedly caresses (laughs) Alex's cheek. (laughs) Alex is frozen. Kenneth crosses off. Alex takes his phone from his pocket. We see that it's Emily calling.
5: Where are you?
4: (laughs) I thought I was doing a good thing, but it just got weird.
0: And we intercut with the bathroom, where Emily talks into the phone as she scrubs the stain on her dress.
2: Look, I don't know what's happening, but it's not weird. He's an artist. To him, you're weird. Just stall till I get there.
0: She hangs up and looks in the mirror. Her dress is a wreck.
2: Uh, I'll say it's art.
0: Kenneth returns to Alex on the couch. He hands Alex a beer as he stares stares deeply into Alex's eyes.
4: (laughs) I think we have a bit of a...
0: Kenneth leans in and kisses Alex on the lips. (laughs) Alex's eyes are wide as he thinks, holy shit. As their faces separate, we reveal Emily is right
4: there in shock. Misunderstanding. Told you it was getting weird. This is uh, my wife, Emily. She wants your artsy boobs in her museum or something. You have a wife. You've been...
5: Hitting on me all night.
4: (laughs) I wasn't hitting on you. I was being nice and laughing at your jokes and while you bought me drinks. Oh, my God, I was hitting on you. (laughs) Not
3: cool, man. Not
4: cool. Kenneth shakes his Uh, head and crosses off.
2: I'll give you a call Monday about the residency.
4: I am so sorry. I thought I was warming him up for you.
2: He's definitely warm now.
4: You tell me he was gay?
2: I didn't know you were gay.
4: You're laughing? First, Taylor finds out about the divorce, and I'll just say it a less than perfect way. And now this, I feel like you should be really mad at me.
2: I'm not. Maybe it's because I know you hate these things, but you came anyway, for me. Or it could be because the drugs are kicking in.
5: Uh What?
2: Oh, yeah, I stole a bag of ecstasy from Taylor's roommate and I'm rolling my ass off right now.
4: (laughs) You took ecstasy before a work thing? That is so not like you. I did it. She begins breathing
0: heavily. (sighs) Jesus, are you okay? Alex touches Emily's forehead to take her temperature. Emily's eyes roll back in euphoria as she licks her lips.
2: Uh, Your skin feels amazing on my skin. I want you to check my temperature all over me.
0: Off Alex's reaction. (laughs) We cut to the bedroom the next morning. Emily is next to the bed wearing a robe. She tosses Alex's robe. (sighs) Clothes are everywhere. Lamps knocked over. They had a hell of a time. As Alex puts the robe on, That was like...
2: I can't
4: even... Can you get more ecstasy?
2: (laughs) Wow. Uh, You couldn't ask for a better last time.
4: Oh, right. Well, if I'd known that was the last time, I would have tried harder. That was my best stuff.
0: (laughs) They cross out, and we reset to the kitchen living room. Alex and Emily enter. Emily gets some
4: juice from the fridge. Uh, Taylor called me at midnight. I hope she didn't sleep in the hallway again. You know, maybe we just let her drop out and come home.
2: I think you're right. She can take a gap year. I could read all the books in the world, but there's no perfect way to do this.
4: College is hard enough without having to deal with all of this. She just, you know, she needs time to ease into things. She always has.
2: Let's get dressed and go get her. You're a good dad.
4: You're a good mom.
0: Taylor pops up from the couch with headphones around her neck.
2: No.
1: (laughs) Taylor, when did you get here? I came home last night.
4: Last night? Did you hear the thing? Mm. we're
1: We're not talking about it. These headphones saved my life. You two are worse than Mandy and her boyfriend.
4: By worse, do you mean better or like?
1: I mean grosser. Please stop.
2: Taylor, we know this is hard on you and we're not going to make you stay in college if it's too much for you right now. No. You don't want to drop out anymore? I do, but you can't let me.
1: I can't imagine starting a family at 17. Most people would've given up, but you didn't. You're the best parents and you killed it at life. You were so great and you never wanted me to have it hard, so you let me quit. Everything, softball, volleyball, student council, math club. Well, that
4: was mostly because your teacher ate paper and we all thought that was weird.
1: You let me quit because you never could. But it's time for you to put your foot down, get mad, get loud, tell me to get my ass back to college. Are we really
2: doing that? We're
4: not good yellers.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yell at me.
4: Get your ass back to college.
1: I can't hear you. (laughs) Listen here, you little
2: brat. You get back to that college or I'll shove my foot up your ass. So far you'll feel the hairs behind my knee and that (laughs) I always forget to shave.
4: (laughs) Easy there.
2: Sorry, uh, it just came
1: out of me. I thought it was great. (laughs) Well, I guess I should get back so I'm not late for class.
0: Taylor starts to leave, then turns back.
1: And don't be too hard on yourselves. You've never quitted anything in your lives, so if you think getting divorced is the right thing, then I'm okay with it.
0: Emily and Alex look at each other and smile.
1: Love you. Love Love you. you.
0: Taylor exits.
2: Wow. (laughs) We really are great parents.
0: They share a moment. Farhan enters, holding a stack of papers.
6: Great news. I submitted the building for approval as a historical landmark. I don't think you know what good news is. (laughs) (laughs) While the decision is pending, there are just a few small inconveniences for the residents. You can't paint your outside window frames or decks. Sorry about that. And no one can sell their unit until the decision is finalized, which can take up to six months.
2: Ron, you know we're trying to sell our place.
6: Of course I do. And now you can't. (laughs) You'll thank me later. But... Farhan exits,
0: leaving them stunned. Alex gets down on one knee.
4: Will you be my roommate?
0: And we fade out. We go to the tag. Alex makes himself a cup of coffee in the kitchen. There's a long beat of silence. We hear Jack through the vent.
4: You kissed a dude? No, <laughs> no he kissed me. I'm gonna close this now.
5: Of course.
0: Alex closes the vent. Music blares from the bedroom. Alex stares at the door. Taylor enters, carrying a load of laundry. I
4: think this is for your mom.
1: Dad, that's sexist. This isn't 1950. Men do laundry now.
0: Taylor kisses him and then exits. Alex struggles to carry the laundry to the washer. Emily enters wearing just a button-down shirt. Alex is trying not to look but can't help himself. She bends over to open the fridge and Alex's jaw drops.
2: Uh, Did you drink my orange juice?
4: Oh, so we're doing that now?
2: It's what roommates do. I'm going to start writing my name on things. We should have a meeting to set up some ground rules. I don't want your hookers drinking my orange juice.
4: I don't want your music keeping me up.
2: What about dates?
4: They
0: both stare at each other.
4: (sighs) I say we can't bring someone back here until after the third date.
2: People have sex after the third date?
4: From the vent.
5: Usually after one.
0: (laughs) Emily crosses off to the bedroom, music blares.
5: I can still hear everything.
0: And we fade out, that's the end of the show. All right, I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you to everyone at the Elysian Theater. Come back next week to hear my interview with Tommy. God willing, we haven't recorded it yet, but we will. We'll be here next week with that interview somehow. Dead Pilot Society is produced by me and my co-producer, Ben Blacker, and our associate producer, Noah Findling. And it is edited and mixed by Jordan Katz. Uh, The best thing you could do if you like this show, honestly, really, truly, is tell a friend. Tell someone about the show. If you enjoy it, share that joy with a friend. And you can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps. And you should follow us on social media, uh, on Twitter at Dead Pilots Pod and on Instagram at Dead Pilot Society. Uh, check that uh, just so you know about the upcoming live shows because I think we're going to be doing more of those. All right. Uh, until next time, you know, be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. I'm Andrew Reich. Thanks for listening.